Well, today our focus is on all saints, and I want to talk about a subject that uh, people don't like to talk about, and that is the subject of death. And the question this morning is, what is it about death that scares you? I think as we think about death and uh, what it means, uh, some of us will think about it in a way to say, uh, there were some things that I should have said or could have said or I ought to have said to my loved one before they died. Uh, we might want to have said the words, I love you. Maybe it has been a while since you've uttered those words. Or, or maybe what you might have said was, you mean so much to me and that you are abs absolutely the treasure of my life. Others of us might want to say, because of you, my life has been complete and you are the one who has made such a significant difference. Sometimes death comes too quickly. Um, I don't know that we ever expect death to happen, and, and even when we uh, are aware that our loved one is going to die, we never know the exact moment, but, but some of us experience death in a way that, that becomes very quick. It's unanticipated. It's not something that we are aware of until it actually happens. And I think in those moments, that's a part of what is the restlessness that lives inside of us, that restlessness of, of those things that may be the unfinished business that we might have had with our loved ones. Unexpected death comes with our spouses. It, it comes with our children, our teenagers, our grandchildren. Unexpected death comes in the midst of our, uh, of our siblings, and it can even come in the midst of our dear friends and neighbors who live around us. And sometimes in those moments, we find ourselves in that unexpected time of death that comes. Uh, we, we cherish those moments when, when maybe that unfinished business was something we could have said, um, I forgive you. Or maybe we wanted to utter the words, please forgive me. And those things come that we see. Death for many is final. Uh, the end comes. I had a good friend of mine ask me the question many, many years ago, Bob, when we die and when the ashes or when the body goes into the ground and the dirt is placed on the top, do we really, really, really know what happens next? So sometimes death brings that uncertainty. But what we do know with certainty today is that everything about life leads to death. We are born into the world filled with life. And at some point in time, as the cycle goes in our life, death will come. And death is part of life, and life is part of death. Sometimes when I'm um, also uh, with family members and those who are dying, in those moments just before they go on to life eternal, it's what I call the very holy moments. And those are the moments where we come to realize that life will begin something new. And it's in those moments that our loved ones need so much of that encouragement, those who not only are dying, but those who remain here alive, that life will go on and that life will be okay. And that in the midst of that separation that comes and the pains of what represents in our hearts, that that day will come that even though our loved ones die, we shall be united once again. As people of faith, we come to understand these things. We come to understand that despite the reality of death and the pain that it brings, we come and we stand firmly on the foundation that our loving God has a message for us about death, and that is that there is more yet to come. 
the Apostle Paul writes these words. He says, I declare to you, brothers and sisters, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. What he's saying is that our bodies and the state of what is part of who we are here on earth and what we see, that is not what goes to heaven. This goes back to the ground, he is saying. Listen, I tell you a mystery, Paul writes. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. The dead will be raised imperishable. Uh, for the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality. And when the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Listen to these words. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh, death, is your victory? Where, O oh, death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen. God says inherently these words, I and I alone have won the battle over death. And yes, even though we experience death on earth, God continues in Christ and our life continues into the future. And we see that in the last book of the Bible, Revelation, where the apostle John is given a vision, and John is trying to describe the indescribable. None of us can describe heaven. The Bible makes attempts of that and uses earthly treasures and things that we can maybe put our minds around, but heaven is indescribable. Its glory and its beauty is beyond anything we could ever fathom. And yet John has captured a glimpse, and he writes these words, I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. There was nothing between people and God. And I saw a holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And now I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, the dwelling of God is with men and with women, and God will live with them. Did you hear that? The dwelling of God is with men and women, and God will live with them. They will be God's people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death. There will be no more mourning. There will be no more crying. There will be no more pain, for the old order of things has passed away. God makes it clear in his words to us today, in his words to us every day, that God has won the victory over death, which tells us, despite the hurts that the physical separation of death brings, despite the tragedy that comes when our loved ones die unexpectedly, despite all the hurts and all the things that surround that, God says, Death does not end at all. Death is merely the beginning, and there is a future that comes out of one's death. We continue to read in Revelation, he said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. God is that which creates. God is that which is the sustainer. God is that which is the one who brings salvation upon us. God is the one who lives in us and is with us through all things. And to him who is thirsty, the promise says, 
I will give a drink without cost from the spring of the water of life. They who overcome will inherit all of this and I will be his and I will be her God and he will be my son and she will be my daughter. And these words are words of eternal life. God treasures and values us all. God created us in his image and he gives us the hope to bring his kingdom's purpose into the world. Today is a day that we celebrate this, not only just every day, but specifically today in the life of the church. It's a day that we come to understand that in the midst of death there is life and we celebrate the lives of the ones who have died in our congregation in our loved ones this past year. What I've come to know about death is that death always has a pain. And as you walk this journey with your loved ones, we walk this journey with you. When you mourn over the death of a loved one, we too have lost one of our family. And we come alongside of you in the midst of these things, bearing our hearts and bearing witness of the words of encouragement this past year, some dear friends have gone on to life eternal. And not a day goes by that I don't think about them. There are people that I've had special relationships with, people that were deeper than just a friend, but people that were part of family in a deep and great sense. But what I love about all those who have died is each and every one of them brought a treasure to each and every one of us. Their life was the light of Christ. Their love was the hope that gave us a way to go on. Through their testimony, through their love of God, they led us to a deeper faith. And because of that, it's the treasure in which we keep. When we say goodbye to our loved ones, we recognize that a part of us has left this earth. But we must also recognize what the Apostle Paul and all the scriptures say, that because one has died, that they are never detached from us. They are connected. And as we celebrate the Lord's Supper every moment that we do, it is a connector point with the saints of everlasting, with the saints who are part of our family and the people who have died in Christendom and the died in the life of the faith since the beginning of time. We see through this heavy emphasis of the love of God. These loved ones, when others used to say harsh words to us, they were the ones who would give us encouragement they were the ones who gave us the will and the love to be able to move forward in life. So in the life of the church, we recognize this first Sunday of November as All Saints Day. It's a day to remember the loved ones who we have said goodbye, but those that we treasure. So a couple of things I want us to recall as we think about All Saints Day and as we think about our loved ones who have died this past year. First, I want you to thank God that God placed that person in your life. I want you to give thanks for the moments about how God gave, took time to create them and how they took time to share with you their life of faith. How through their love for you, they made you a better person. And how through their life in you, that you were given such a treasure. So thank God that God loved you enough to give you the person whose life we celebrate today. Secondly, let's remember, second, let's remember that death is not final. It is temporary. We are given a promise that one day we will all be joined in heaven together. 
that those who believe are part of the family of God. So hold on to the fact that as Christians of faith, that we know that those words to be true, that even though our minds tell us here on earth that there is separation with our loved one, that we are connected forever, and that God is telling us the truth. And that truth is eternal. When a Christian dies, it's not the end. They simply step through a door to live with God. And they live with other Christians and all the saints who have gone on to life eternal. And these saints are living treasures, living treasures because their lives are a, are a witness to us, a witness of their faith, but it also reminds us through their life and through their death that death is not final. And the journey to God's home begins when one understands that on their own they cannot receive uh, what God has promised, that it takes the love, the sacrifice, and the blood of Jesus Christ, and that Christ is the one who becomes the bridge between the chasm between us and God that sin has created, that void, that outstretching his arms on the cross, he becomes the bridge that keeps us together. So when we connect and when we accept the salvation in Christ, we are no longer perishable individuals. We are imperishable. Our spirit, our soul resides in the hands of God. So today, as we remember those who have died, let us also give thanks for God about how they allowed their light to shine in us. The psalmist reminds us that weeping may last for the night, but joy comes when? In the morning. And when that morning comes, death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain in it anymore. And after all, Jesus spoke some very important words as he was thinking about and in the presence of his dear beloved friend who had died. He said these words, I am the resurrection and I am the life that those who believe in me, even though they die, yet shall they live. And the question for us is, do we believe that? Do we trust in the presence of Christ? Do we trust that the words of Christ are true? In the eyes of this community of God, our loved ones are never forgotten. They will always be here, and their memory surrounds us forever. So listen to these words of Jesus, especially those of you who are part of our All Saints recognition today. Let not your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. For in my Father's house are many rooms. And that means that there is one for you. And if it were not so, I would not have told you, but I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you may also be where I am. We are not orphaned. We are with Christ. And you know the way, and you know the place to where I am going. Glory be to God. And thanks be to God for the saints and whose life that we celebrate and whose love in God we acknowledge today and the love of God is everlasting. Amen. Amen.